everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 249 and today's topic is Power Book 2 Ghost Season 3 Episode 8. We only got two more to go. Title Sacrifice. And this was a good one y'all. This was a good one. The description reads, the feds apply pressure to get their suspect to flip. Drew's erratic behavior leads the Castillos to grow suspicious. As Tate prepares to go up against his political opponent, Harper brings his ethics into question. So y'all already know how we do over here. We about to get into it. We about to break it down dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform and then i will play the trailer for the next episode and my sleeper in my joke but in style shout out to the pod father joey as always if you need to get in touch with me facebook alicia shanice instagram alicia shanice reviews email alicia shanice reviews 13 at gmail.com you can inbox dm or email me if you have any special recap requests with that being a tv show a movie a docuseries music album if you have any businesses or brands or musics that you're working on hit me up so i can get your recap request out shout out your business or your brand or what you're working on free of charge i love whom loves me and i love to support who supports me so you know saying holla at your girl all of the description um you know it's in the description box as well and if you just want to say what's up that's cool too you know so Really quick, if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, please hit that follow button. It will help your girl out. And I have playlists on Spotify. All of my playlists, every genre, if you type in Shanice Loves, you'll find one will populate. Click on that picture profile. It takes you to the rest. And I have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. Why am I so dramatic? So on that note, let's get into the show and let's talk Power Book 2 Ghost. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit T Booked It, T B B O O K E D I T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice 
and she's the one. all right y'all let's talk about it we gotta we gotta talk about it so this episode opens up and we see davis getting shit faced drunk up on the rooftop upset that theo is not talking to you know he's not talking to him theo not messing with him and he like i didn't spend 28 years trying to get this man out of prison so you know what i'm saying he upset he 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 just going through the motions he chugged that beer down like a professional drinker <laughs> sax walks out and tries to cheer him up you know give him that brotherly speech even though you know he kind of judas in this situation now they have a small heart to heart davis even tells sax he's a real one he's like you know what you're a real one sax so then they get a call from Queen Monet. Davis attempts to sobers up. <laughs> and, you know, Saks being a CI, he takes full advantage of this. Now, Davis, he like, Davis, you in no condition. Let me handle this. And, you know, Davis thinking he could trust Saks. They just got Theo out. Saks been, you know, he been on the up and up ever since he came over to his side. So he, you know, he, he like, you know what? It's been a rough day. You handle it, bro. So he lets them go. Now it cuts back to the Tejada house and Monet ain't shit. <laughs> She's sitting there talking to the boys and she like, look, uh, Diana, she she ain't she ain't like y'all. If it was y'all locked up, I wouldn't be worried. But Diana, she gonna pin this shit on me in a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> Monet, I mean, she ain't even really worried about Diana. She more worried about if Diana gonna turn her over. I said, Monet ain't shit. <laughs> Drew like, no, ma, Diana hard. She like hard enough to turn my ass over. <laughs> you know, Monet going to be Monet. So Kane, you know, he talking about he going to head up to Stansfield to see what's going on. Now, after sex takes off, Tariq's actually, you know, he calls Davis and fills him in on the information he got about sex playing both sides and being, you know, Jenny, her CI. So it cuts to the precinct and we see um, Jenny and Blanca. They going in on Diana like she is Pablo Escobar. I mean, listen, they want playing with the questioning and the threats and, you know, throwing up everything in her face, the murders. And at first, you know, she just knew Celine punk ass did this. But then they get to pulling out the rooftop photos. So she knows there's more to it. So it instantly cuts to Tariq at Davis' office, and he letting him know everything. And Davis, Davis McLean, he kind of cuts out of character, 
going straight into Method Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Grabbing the burner out the safe. Shit, my eyes got big. Zari guys got big. And hell, he had to calm uh, Davis down. I thought Tariq was the criminal. <laughs> so after Tariq calmed him down, Davis went back to being Davis instead of Method Man for Wu Tang and shit, you know? So they got straight down to what Davis did. You know, Tariq did what he had to do. He told Davis, and Davis head straight down to the precinct because, you know, he ain't about to play with his clients. So it cuts back to the precinct, and we see Diana is still getting questioned. But she still, Diana, you know what I'm saying? She was holding it down. Diana was definitely holding it down at the moment. <laughs> then we see Tariq telling Monet and Drew about the Rico case. So it flashes, keep going flashback to flashback. So then it cuts back to Blanca. And Blanca asked one, playing with the questions. I mean, she was grilling Diana. And Jenny just sitting there with that little smug-ass look on her face like, yeah, yeah, we got you now. So then after we go back from the Tejadas to the precinct to Davis office, from the Tejadas to the precinct to Davis office, we go to Stansfield. And we see Kane going into my girl Effie's room. He tells her about Diana being locked up. And, you know, she don't give a fuck. <laughs> but when she sees how much he cares, she gives him some intel. Like, you know, well, maybe she was, you know, caught on camera on the rooftop. She was dealing out of the lockers, you know. So he like, all right, good looking. Then my girl Effie. She like, I know you upset about Diana and all, huh? but thank you for paying my tuition. So she gets the feeling, Kane gets the feeling, then he gets the lifting, and they get it on as they should. Damn it. Then it cuts to the next scene, and Sack shows up at the precinct. He runs into Jenny in the hallway, so they sitting there talking she going on and on about how unethical this is and as they talking davis rolls up and catches them in conversation now sax you know he plays it off but davis already knows what's going on davis davis had that look like he just wanted to punch sax in the face it was so hard for him to play it off so they both go in talk to diana and now diana she was about to talk a little bit she like well you know what if i did know what was in the bags and davis he does a distraction, slips her a little note to put sax on Effie. And at this point, y'all know me. What I had to do, I had to pause the TV. I had to pause the TV like, y'all better leave Effie alone. Shit. Y'all know Effie, my girl. <clears throat> I ain't know what they was up to, but I liked on how it played out, you know. So it cuts back to Stansfield, and we see the morning after. Effie and Kane, they all laid up hugged up like a real couple and then his phone gets to blowing up by queen monet to get his ass back <laughs> so reek comes to the door and effie like you know what i can't i can't do this right now just go hide in the bathroom my nigga came like look effie i know you used to dealing with Tariq and all but i ain't the simp to just run to the bathroom and i was kind of thinking the same thing like effie do the same thing Reek and Diana did to your ass and open that door with him sitting on the damn bed. <laughs> but she didn't do it. Reek comes in with the business proposition, of course. Like, we don't have to like each other, 
but we do need to work together. So at the end of the day, we all know Effie. She about her money, so she accepts it at a cost. She's like, you know what, I'll do this, but you know, you're going to have to give me my own product. I want a brick a week. So he agrees. And I was just like, I know that's right, baby girl. You know what I'm saying? You tell him what you need. So we get into the next scene. And at the Tejadas, Monet tells the Castillos what's going on with the Rico case. And, you know, the feds, they building up a case up on them. So they have to close up shop for a while. Now the brothers, they ain't buying it. They ain't buying it. They like, you know what? Mm -mm. But Evelyn, she like, "Uh uh-uh, we is not finna, we ain't about to disrespect her. And like she said, y'all gonna listen because I ain't losing nobody else to prison. So mama Evelyn was there letting her boys know the disrespect for Monet, that ain't about to happen. But we already know that's about to be a whole nother change after this episode. So after the meeting, she asked Drew, she asked him, she like, have you talked to Gordo? Because he's not answering my calls. We haven't seen him. And he lies like, no, we, you know, I ain't talked to him, but we, we good. So she like, okay, you know, she don't pay too much attention. So we go into the next scene and my girl Kiki, I like her. I, I like Kiki. She shows up to Brayden's home and Brayden, he up in there moping in his bathrobe. <laughs> he like, my house? Really, Kiki? You're just going to show up at my house? <laughs> and Kiki's so ruthless. She like, fuck all this shit, Brayden. We are criminals, man. Come on, just man up and go handle your client because this Monet chick, she keep calling Lucas and you know what I'm saying? That ain't what we do. So get your stuff together. Capiche? <laughs> I was like, God damn, Kiki, Kiki a little savage, but I like her because she different, you know, like I like, I like on how they working in different schemes besides the drug businesses. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm liking the whole Lucas and uh, Kiki storyline just because it's a little different. And I like on how she just has no, you know, she's just so nonchalant. She like, no, get it together. Uh, I lied to you. You lied to me. We're all criminals. Come on, get it together. Capiche? <laughs> I was like, all right, Kiki. <clears throat> So we cut into the next scene and Kane shows back up at home and Queen Monet like, y'all know Monet, she got to, you know, y'all know Monet. She like, what, you don't care about your family no more? <laughs> you like, mom, what I do? I was up in Stansfield, you know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out what's going on with Diana. Monet ain't buying that. She like, you trying to help yourself to some scholarship pussy. Stop it. Technically, is not scholarship. He pet. N- never mind. I ain't going there, y'all. I ain't going there. But anyway, so she tells him about the Rico case, and you know, not to start thinking for himself because he dumb. <laughs> Monet being Monet, going putting down Kane, barking orders, telling him, you know, not to make no sales and don't tell Effie what's going on. And Kane like, hold on, hold on, y'all trying to set up Effie now. Here's my thing with Monet. I am tired of Monet talking and treating Kane like he ain't shit. Because if we being real, he the one with the ties to the connect with um Noma, not her. And not only is he the ties with that, he's the muscle of the Tejada family. You you killed Lorenzo. So y'all can't hide behind his name no more because of the power he had. But Kane is the muscle. Like you know, Monet, she gonna have to think before Kane really do start thinking for himself and being like, you know what? I don't need you. So I'm just saying, you know, 
So in the next scene, Tariq tells Brayden about the Rico and Brayden actually tells him about the Ponzi scam. So one thing out of this scene I respected from both of them is, you know, the whole season has been based off betrayal i loved on how they kept it real with each other they told each other the truth so that was one thing i really really liked it so they could work together on how to get you know the money back from lucas and how to beat this rico before it even you know goes into a full effect so they you know come up with everything or how they gonna work it out and you know they even they do it even though they're not on the best terms. They kept it honest with each other. So I liked it that whole thing with Braden and Reek. Because if we go back to the original, we know Ghost. Ghost always kept shit to himself. He always kept Tommy all the way out of the dark. So we do see, even with this episode, it's more honesty with Reek on how he moves more than how Ghost moves. If we just like compare the, the father-son dynamic. But in one part of this episode, I seen something in Reek and I was like, that is Ghost Jr. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Now, Brayden, he up there like, come up with a plan. You the thinker. Reek like, I'm tired of being on the defense. It's time for us to get on the offense for once. So, you know, they try to come up with a game plan. Now, this next scene, I appreciated. I loved. I, I cracked up. I paused the TV and laughed again. We get to the country club scene. And I loved every minute of this scene with Monet walking up like the queen of death. <laughs> the server dude was like, ma'am, you have to have a membership here. Ma'am, you can't get on the patio. Ma'am, you're not allowed. <laughs> As he ma'am and the devil, she just kept walking. <laughs> she didn't even acknowledge this fool. <laughs> with Lucas looking like the nerve. But at the same time, with him looking like the nerve, he looking like I want to smash at the same damn time. Because let's be real, we know how these type of douchebag men is, okay? So, Monet like, let me tell you something. When I call you, you get on the phone. When I want my money back, you give it to me. Are we clear? Queen Monet barked them orders. Lucas couldn't say shit. But what killed me is when she said, you look a little pink. You might need a suntan. And when she took that goddamn drink and sipped it, like, ooh, this is good. Y'all, all I can say is what David said a few episodes back. That's a bad bitch. <laughs> Monet was playing. The way she just walked <laughs> I couldn't get off the waiter, dude. He like, ma'am, ma'am. And all you kept hearing is them heels click clacking. She went paying his ass no attention. <laughs> Man. So we get into the next scene. And Sax, uh, he brings Diana some food. Because my girl, she was throwing down. She like, look, all I had was Fritos and a Sprite. My sister hungry. So she she plays the game, of course. She plays the game um, and puts him on Effie, as she was told. And, of course, Sax takes the intel back to Blanca and Jenny. And Blanca just goes off. She like, you know what? I didn't dealt with this before with you, Sax. This is some unethical shit, you know. And Blanca get the going off. And Jenny, she unhinged. So she like, you know what? Let's just go with the plan. She like, what? Do you guys just come up with these two game plans in the tub together? You know, Blanca, she, Blanca know how Sax is. And, you know, she almost lost her job in original power dealing with Sax. So Blanca want Tariq and the Tejadas, but she knows Sax gonna mess it up somehow. And Jenny, she just, Jenny, 
So, and then, you know, sex at the end of the day, sex is sex. Now, to be fair, they warn sex like this blows his cover and he still agrees. So, with that question being, what do y'all, would y'all say sex earned his death? As the great Courtney Kemp would say, did he earn his death? Because, and sex is an OG, but they warned him this will blow your cover and he still agreed so in the next scene we see effie sitting there smiling she had her little desk now y'all y'all know after you had that first time with that special somebody and you look at the phone and you know it's them calling you get the little jittery feeling well that's what my girl effie got that's what she got so kane like damn you came on the phone sounding like you was hella naked. So as he trying to warn her about Tariq, we hear Drew upstairs having a meltdown. <laughs> Kane run upstairs like, what's going on? What's going on, bro? What happened? <laughs> this nigga up there throwing a damn temper tantrum, jumping on top of the bed. <laughs> After he kind of calms down. He turns on the TV. He turns on the TV, and we see Everett, who has finally went public with his truth, something he wouldn't do with Drew. Remember, Drew ain't never been on the down low. It was Everett. So now, Everett then came out. He got a new man. <laughs> I laughed. Kane smirked. <laughs> because like Drew was up there throwing shit, breaking glass, jumping on the top of the bed. And when Kane looked at the TV and just smirked, all I could do was laugh. <laughs> now I think this nigga Drew is unhinged. He storms out the house like he about to go get drunk, but he passes out. Drew just going through the motions. Now we get into the next scene at the congressional debate. And we see the three Westons and Tate doing what Tate does with his boo professor. You know, she's sitting out there in the audience with a smile watching. Now, once again, this is, once again, this goes out to stars. Y'all dropped the ball with going forward with that influence spinoff. Man, it ain't too late, but I feel like y'all dropped the ball. We need that influence spinoff. I mean, I love power, but at the same time, if we're going to do this universe thing, because I am I made myself a part of the green light gang, <laughs> I'm an honorary member that 50 Cent don't know about, but we need that influence because with dirty politics and y'all, I've been getting my uh, Snowfall Legacy episode ready. So I've been doing a lot of research on, you know, the Reagan administration and everything. And that took me to a whole nother Nixon. And uh, I was li listening to the Nixon investigation. And I'm like, with politics, that shit is. Now they talk about, you know, the drug dealers is the criminals. Nah, the politics, the government, that could be a good show. Now I know we recapping power, but I just had to put that in there. We need that influence show, man. So we see, um, you know, the debate going on. And Tate does what he does, you know. He kills it. 
So next we see Davis. Davis is in his office. He is hella annoyed. Sax comes in there. Davis is going off at everything Sax says. He is pissed off. And when uh, Theo comes in, <laughs> Davis like, yo, my nigga, can you give me a minute with my fucking brother? Sax like, all right, bro, what did I do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sax, you know, he at this time, he don't know his cover is blown. So, you know, I was, I was feeling a little bad for Sax. So, you know, after Davis tell Theo's about it, Theo like, okay, let me help. He's like, I got it, I got it. And Theo, he get the going off. He like, you always think you're the smartest one in the room. So, you know what I'm saying? Let someone help you. And when he said that and we seen how shaky he was, you know, um, then and there, I seen the path they were taking us down. So we get into the next scene, and after uh, Tate kills the debate, um, Ian walks his buttercup professor, <laughs> and, you know, she checking him like, well, not checking him, but she's like, I seen you talking to Devil West and Lucas, and, you know, we see they, they have a very passionate history. Um, she was the one he wanted to marry back in the day. She was the one that got away, the one he loved, but, you know, she questions his ethics, like, um the description says and you know he like you know he promises that you know he's trying to change and he'll go ahead and cancel the meeting with lucas we know tate ain't doing that and he like i want to marry you of course he loves her but that'd be good for his campaign remember that's why his numbers was going down because he's not married so it cuts into the next scene and Tariq. Let me give a shout out to Tariq because y'all know I be on Tariq ass. But Tariq does a stand-up thing and I respected it. And this is something I don't think Ghost would have did. But Tariq went on and told RSJ the truth about Weston Holdings. And I respected that because he could have tried to fix it on his own. Like, you know what, I, I talked him into coming over here. It's following me. But no, Tariq did the stand-up thing and I liked it that, you know, he told RSJ the truth. And of course, RSJ was pissed at first, but they were able to come up with the game plan together. So I love that. And I think they're going to go down this mentorship road, which is dope. But of course... You probably wouldn't need a, a fatherly mentor if, you know, you wouldn't have killed your pops. But let me quit bringing up old shit. <laughs> so um, we get the fake bus. That starts with Effie. And the feds, you know, they on her trail, of course. And Jenny even calls Sax before it goes down. Like, are you sure about this? He's like, yeah, 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 go ahead. But he does look at Davis. Now, again. This sax earn his death. Now, next we see Drew. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> next we see, you know, Drew. He a little tipsy, a little emotional. He's stalking Everett. <laughs> Everett walk out there like, Drew, is that you? I was going to tell you I was back in town. So, so Drew gets to going going off he has a meltdown to where every gotta you know console him the white boy with stripes he was about to go off he like hold on drew hold on drew this my man now <laughs> so drew just going off he cried he like i got nothing you got everything i have nothing i had somebody and it's gone but the way how Drew, 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> the fool was just crying. He was crying. Everyone was about to cry. The You know what I'm saying? The white dude in stripes, he was looking, rolling his goddamn eyes. So it cuts to the next scene. And the feds, they basically do the sugar boost, the sugar booger boost, because this wasn't no real sugar booger. It was just some sugar. So they do the sugar bus, shall I say, on Effie. And I ain't gonna lie, that was listen. I was scared for a minute, but that was a great game plan. Now Reek right here, when Reek set that up and was sitting there watching it off his phone, them cameras. Now I said that's Ghost Junior. Reek was acting like his daddy right there. Now I ain't gonna lie, Reek was acting like his daddy right there. You know, so the little nigga he ended up texting Queen Monet. Letting her know they all good. And Queen Monet texts Evelyn, who looks relieved, till her son comes out with the, with the video that went viral. <laughs> we see we see Drew again. <laughs> but when the when the caption read, "Whose man is this?" <laughs> Shit, I had to pause the TV because <laughs> it said, "Whose man is this?" <laughs> that shit was so funny. That shit was so funny. So Evelyn, her son, you know, they like, hold on. I thought, I thought Drew said, you know, him and Gordo was all good. They like, oh, it's time to have a conversation again. So I'm like, oh shoot, we only got two more episodes to go. I hope that they don't just rush it, rush it, and you know, throw everything in those two episodes. Like, let it go to season three. You know, that'd be dope. And we ain't really seen Noma, which I appreciate because I'm hoping that they carry her to season three as well for more storyline, of course. Now back at the Tejadas, Effie bust in, and you know, said she a little pissed. Now Monet in there talking to Reek and. Um, Kane and you know Kane and Reek they going back and forth as usual they act like Kane and Abel but Effie you know what I'm saying she give them her two cent like you know what I'm saying at the end of the day I would have did the same thing and she like now she look at Kane like are you coming <laughs> Kane runs right behind her ass <laughs> you know not like a simp of course but <laughs> I just liked it around he just he like yeah I'm coming and Reek you know what I'm saying he kind of look he like Hold on. You he look at Monet like, you knew about this? <laughs> Monet like, look, all y'all fucking each other at this point. I can't keep up. Now let yourself out. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> because Reek, he fucking Effie, then he fucking Diana, Kane fucking Effie. I mean, just it's a whole bunch of entanglement stuff. But I like Kane and Effie. I like Kane and Effie. And you know, if Reek and Diana would become a real couple, I, I could dig it. I I don't know about Lauren. You know what I'm saying? It could be good, but I like Kane and Effie. But to be honest, Reek and um Reek and Diana make might make a good couple. I gotta see how they're gonna do this whole storyline with Lauren, you know, after you know, saying she come back out and everybody knows she alive. It, she might have went through too much to be with Tariq or, yeah, maybe they might work out. Who knows? Um. Now, we get into the next scene. And Sax, he ends up meeting up with the ungrateful Jenny. She tells him that he's working with them and he lied to her and she is not putting him in protective custody. I'm like, Jenny is an ungrateful bitch. Like, you honestly believe that he's still working for Davis and not you after he didn't put himself in danger. I'm like, this bitch is just dumb. So we get another emotional scene with Sax telling Jenny about herself. 
But when Sax got to the end of that conversation and he said, never again, I felt that shit on so many levels. <laughs> Listen, when you that fed up and you tell somebody you're dealing with never again, shit. We do mean never again. I mean, of course, he didn't have the opportunity to give her another chance. But when you say that never again like that, you mean that. And I know that from personal experience. When I say never again, never again. I just went off topic. But anyway, so after Sack storms out heartbroken, he calls Tariq, you know, tell him like, look, if anything happens to me, you call your goons off because I know where Tasha and Yaz is at. And as he leaving that voicemail, Theo kidnaps him. <laughs> so then we get into the next scene. RSJ, Reek, Braden, they triple team Lucas for the Tejada money, Tariq's hood, fun, hood trust fund money. <laughs> That's what Lucas said, not me. He like, you really think this is the hood, don't you? <laughs> So they they triple team on. They like, look, we need the Tahada money back, Tariq Hood Trust Fund money back, and RSJ billion dollar money back, bruh. And all of them told Lucas to, in so many ways to shut the fuck up with his shiesty ass. I love the way how RSJ did it. Lucas, well, that's normally shut the fuck up. I was like, I said, all right, RSJ, I can dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> So that was a very, I love that scene and I love seeing, you know what I'm saying, RSJ hold it down and, you know what I'm saying, let him know, like, if anything happened to either one of these two, I'm coming back. So we get into the next scene and we see Tate, he getting checked by a Professor. She like, look, I was talking to Brashandria and he cuts her off like, no, 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 look, baby, I ain't messing or looking or doing anything with no intern. I can't help if Brashandria titties get, you know what I'm saying, the shits just get the shiggling and jiggling. <laughs> Man, we got a love tape for the, you know, the humor relief. This was a really good episode. So she like, you know what, Rashad, this Lucas Weston stuff is not going to work for me. Tate, like, listen, I'm with the true shit, baby, and I never lie to you again. But I ain't with the losing stuff, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna work with Lucas. <laughs> she like, well, I understand you're not with the losing, but that's funny because you just lost me. Don't worry, Tate, she'll be back. <clears throat> so Queen Monet, she picks Diana up, and little sis, like, look, my. I'm done. I'm about to transfer to Spellman. I need a fresh start. <laughs> now, y'all know Monet wouldn't be Monet if she didn't tell her, like, look, fresh start. I give you a fresh slap. Get in the fucking truck. <laughs> Man, I said, Monet, 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 you wrong, sis. You let that girl go to Spellman. So... We go to Stansfield and Kane and Effie, they getting busy again. Then they get interrupted by the feds. Now, I ain't gonna lie. When Blanca bust in, she wasn't playing. She wasn't playing. She walked Effie straight out to a dramatic Lauren. She rolled down the window all dramatic. Yeah, that's her. That's the bitch that tried to kill me. <laughs> Like, shut up, Lauren. <laughs> Kane sees it, too. Kane sees everything. So we can imagine where Kane about to go. Kane about to go straight to see Tariq and choke the hell out of him. 
We know how they do. As soon as Kane get mad, he go choke Tariq. Then Tariq, get off me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so next scene, Reek probably going to get choked out again. So then it cuts to a very, very sad ending scene. We see Sax, who has been around since the original Power Season 1, Episode 1, the OG. I hated this. You know, it was way more storyline for Sax. Sax should have been dead so many times in original Power in this spinoff. I'm just like, okay, let him stay. We appreciate him, you know. But he's begging for his life. And Theo... I don't know what was up with Theo. Theo felt like he had nothing to live for. He wanted to basically stay in prison in the first place. So Davis and Reek, they tried to stop him, but Theo was unhinged himself. So from the day he was released, he he did not want to be out. He killed Sax in himself. I was like, damn. Let's take a moment of silence for Sax. Tariq stood there with his face still. He he was just looking like, (gasps) mouth wide open. Davis, he had a breakdown. And we just see a dead sax on the ground. I felt bad bad for sax. I mean, I felt bad for, well, I (laughs) I don't know what was up with Theo. Theo seemed like, you know what, he just, he was tired. He didn't want to get out of prison, you know. So this was a really good episode. I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. I'm about to play the sleeper for next week, and I have a trailer. I'm about to play my trailer for next week, and then I have a sleeper. So don't go anywhere. Doc says Tariq set me up to get arrested. Find out what you need to find out. This could be a setup, D. They don't want you. They want him. They want Tariq. If she doesn't flip, you lose the case. They're not going to stop till he finds you. This is my best. The man. And they're coming across the photo of the police report. Yeah, that's him. Louie. It look like episode nine going to come with some heat. It looks like the Costello's going to be after Drew. So he like, this is my mess. He got to clean it up. So. I can't see Mo, even though Monet know what he did, I can't see her sitting back letting her son go out. So it's probably going to be the Tejadas against the Castillos. But we know Evelyn, she's going to be out for blood because she know that Monet propositioned her first about uh, Lorenzo killing Frank. So, you know, now she done lost her husband and her son. So she's going to be out for blood. The brothers, we know how they, well, how we've seen how they operate. So we're going to see. We're going to see they outnumbered the Tejadas. And also, um, I don't know, <laughs> sex even being messy and deaf, man. Um, it looks like he set up a little trail to make it look like Tariq set up uh, Diana. But we know that wasn't true. And then why the hell is Kane dressed like an attorney and they're going to visit Effie? <laughs> I can't wait. So far, the season has been solid. We got two more episodes to go. Um, also, uh, this is the week that it skips, I believe, so it won't come on next week. But um, next week, I actually plan on recapping uh, the new Tupac series that's coming on FX. Y'all know Tupac is my number one. That's that's um, listen, y'all know how I feel about Pac. I do something for his birthday every year on the pod. So um, 
I'm definitely going to recap that thoroughly next weekend since, um, you know, all our shows are either coming to an end or are on break. So next weekend it will be all about Tupac. Um, but yeah, this has been a very solid season. I can't wait to see what happens. I was very sad to see Sax go because he was definitely an OG. Now I know this podcast has been a little lengthy, but I'll be trying to dissect scene by scene as much as I can. But I mean, please. Don't go anywhere. Y'all know we got to play this sleeper. Y'all know how I do in my Joe Budden style. And I got a throwback that's only right for this episode. If I can get it up here. All right. Here is MJB and Method Man. Let's go back to 1994. JB and Method Man, you're all I need. That shit is a classic. So, we are going into the weekend. Well, we're in the weekend. I hope you guys are being safe, having fun, enjoying life, remembering to protect your energy, and please stay away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy. 
Just remember, it's all about trusting God's process and just doing the best that you can do. Avoiding distractions and going for after your dreams. You're never too old. You're never too young. You're never go after what you want. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. The sky is the limit. Go after what you want. Move in boldness and don't let nobody bring you down distract you just try to demolish you in any type of way it's all about leveling up and putting yourself first not in a selfish way it's just life is too short you have to go after what you want and believe in yourself if you believe it you can achieve it and remember if you fall get up and try again because sometimes the resilience the strength the the fight that comes with certain battles it all pays off and then when you look back and you get what you want you say i fought for this shit so I love you guys. Thank you for your support. Don't forget, you can always hit me up if you need me to spread, you know, love for what you're doing. Let me shout you out, you know, celebrate you. If you got recap requests, let me check those out so I can get your recap request out. Or if you just want to say what's up, that's cool too. Sometimes we just need somebody to say hi to us. You know, life is stressful and people are so fraudulent. They come like they're your friend, but they're snakes. So just be careful and just try to be happy and be at peace. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.